Welcome to the Moms on the Level podcast, brought to you by Next Level Moms. Real, authentic, honest conversations about being a mom and more. And here is your host, Faye Morgan. Hey, everyone. I am so excited to welcome back our friend, Nick Greenfield, today. Oh, Nick, why don't you say hi before I go into your bio, because I I just love talking about you. So tell us. Hey, everybody. It's so good to be here. Faye, thank you so much for having me today. Uh, Well, I know that our listeners enjoyed you the last time, so I know that this is going to be super fun. Um, Let me just tell our listeners a little bit about you, just in case they didn't hear um, our previous podcast, which you should go back and listen to because it was great. Um, Nick Greenfield enjoys life in South Florida with her high school sweetheart, three beautiful children, and Maisie, their chocolate lab. With experience as a wife of 21 years, a homeschool mom, foster mom, breast cancer survivor, and expert power napper, Nick is learning to trust God's goodness within life storms. She is passionate about encouraging women to connect to God in the calm and the crazy and the crises of life. Her children's book, I Remember, Helping Families Connect God's Words to Everyday Life is a character-building picture book complete with suggestions for parents. And that is what we're going to talk about today. We are going to talk about this awesome book called I Remember. And um, so a couple of things about the book, um, like the tagline says, it's helping families connect God's word to everyday life. But let me tell you, when I read it, it helped me connect God's word. I love (laughs) the attributes in it. It had some good reminders for me. Um, It is recommended for ages three to seven. And, but like I just said, I have to tell you, it's for all ages, I think. I think it's an awesome book to have around. So jumping right into it, Nick, I just want to ask you, what inspired to write this book? Well, you know, I'm a mom of three kids and my kids are starting to creep up in age a little bit. I have a 15 year old daughter and then I have two sons. One is 13 and one is 10. Um, But, you know, when my kids were real small in those infant and toddler and preschool years. Um, I was enjoying motherhood so much. And of course, we know what it's like to experience those moments of just you're so ushy gushy in love with your kids and their cheeks are just so cute. Um, But there's also those moments in motherhood that are pretty um, exasperating. And for me, one of the things that kind of surprised me about motherhood was how much I had to repeat myself. I was saying the same things over and over, you know, to the, to the little toddler, don't stand on that chair or don't throw that in the toilet. Or, you know, you're constantly reminding your kids to say kind words. And, um, I found myself getting increasingly, um, irritated to be perfectly honest with you with having to say the same things over and over until, um, I don't remember how or when it happened, but I just had this moment of, you know what, I'm going to, I'm not any longer going to see repetition as a mom, as something that um, irritates me and gets me angry and in a bad mood. I'm going to see repetition as a tool in my hands to help me fashion and form and shape my kids 
into these amazing people that God has created them to be. And so that's kind of the idea behind this book and where it was birthed from was just, you know, my desire as a mom to use repetition to my advantage and to help my kids become the young men and women of character that I know the Bible calls them to. Uh, yeah, so that's that's where it came from. That's how it started. Oh, I love that. And you know, um, only the Lord could do um, things. We've been in our church, we've been going through uh, Philippians and just recently the pastor talked about how um, the Bible sort of repeats itself. Paul is repeating himself and it is a practical tool and you're right, it can be exhausting. And um, for moms of um, elementary school kids and teenagers, you know, the repetition does not stop. I don't know how many times a day I feel like I'm just saying the same thing over and over. So um, I think that that's amazing that you were able to take something that you're right, is incredibly frustrating and really turn it into a positive. Um, kudos to you and um, great for all of us that get to have this book now. Um, <laughs> so the first thing that grabbed my attention in the book is how you gave three ways into how to read it. And I thought that was really, really cool. So um, instead of me telling, why don't I let you tell about what the three ways are, okay? Sure, well, you know, once the the content of the book came together with you know the the different characters in the book and the phrases that we could give children to remember which are really birthed out of scripture and and we'll kind of explain that more as we go along but um once that content came together i really i wanted it to be more than just a book with cute things and cute scriptures for children, I wanted it to be a really practical and helpful resource for parents who want to raise their children in the ways of the Lord. And so that's why I came up with this little section right at the beginning of the book. It's not very long, but it just uh, states three ways that the book can be used. So the first way is just as a simple storybook. So that's kind of you know, picture bedtime and you grab the book and you're just reading pages from start to finish. Um, and even though the pages don't connect into one long storyline, um, they're more like um, little individual scenarios that are very typical for a children now for a child nowadays. And so I think the kids can relate to them, but you can read it from cover to cover from start to finish as a storybook. The second way parents can utilize this book is as a devotional, which um, I love this option because, it, you know, instead of reading it from start to finish, you can just pick one of the pages and read the little scenario, read the I remember phrase that you can practice reciting and memorizing with your child. And then you can read the scriptures that go along with it. And each page spread actually has two scriptures that go along with um with the concept in that on that page um and so then i also have some suggestions here of how parents can actually turn this into a little bit more you know depending on the age of their kids or the the level of understanding that their children has about spiritual things i mean parents can break out the bible and show their kids where to find these scriptures in the Bible, how awesome would that be? 
if we're teaching our kids to be um, Bible literate, right, to know how to find the books of the Bible and how to find the chapters and the verses um, for kids who are a little bit more advanced and maybe they memorize things easily, then not only will they have that little I remember phrase to memorize, but they can memorize the scriptures that are on the page too. And we tried to pick scriptures that would be um, a little easy for kids to remember, or maybe they're scriptures that they might hear in their Sunday school classes on Sunday mornings. Um, the third way that parents can use this book is super simple. And sometimes we gloss over it and we don't even think that using a book this way could be important, but it could actually be one of the most powerful of the ways. So the third way is simply as a conversation starter. And I like to think of, um, you know, a parent sitting, you know, maybe on the couch or snuggled up in bed with a child, handing the book to the child and letting the child kind of lead the way. Let them flip through the pages. Um, let them point out the pictures. And then I have a list of questions there that parents can use to start some conversations with their kids. Simple things like, what do you see on this page? Does this remind you of anything? I mean, you could have a three-year-old where you ask them, you know, what do you see on this page? And they might point, let me, let me uh, turn to one of these pages. Um, uh, they might point to a jump rope. And then when you ask them, does this remind you of anything? Even a tiny little three-year-old might pull out this story of a time when they were using a jump rope at, you know, school or preschool or, you know, in the front yard. And all of a sudden you've got a beautiful conversation that starts, um, you know, something that's really important for us to remember as parents is that our values, the things that are important to us are not just going to transfer to our kids by osmosis. It, it's not, it's not going to happen. We mm -hmm. have to be very intentional about speaking, verbalizing um, the values that we hold. And so a book like this, when you're just having conversations with your kids because they saw a picture of a basketball in here or they saw um, somebody forgiving and hugging their friend, it could spark a whole conversation where you can then instill in them the values that you hold to be so dear to your heart um, in a very intentional way. So those are the three ways that we can use this book. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. As soon as I read that, I thought, oh, I don't have a three-year-old to a seven-year-old, but you know, um, I just love it. It is such a practical tool. And um, I really love the way you just sort of gave the direction there um, in the front of the book. It's um, really cool. So, um, you know, the last question I wanna ask you is, the book is jam-packed with practical lessons about in my opinion, how to be a great human. Um, is there one particular attribute lesson in the book that stands out to you or that was your favorite? Yeah. Um, oh, that's actually a hard one to answer. So let's see. Um, you know, each of these pages is centered around a character trait that we as Christians have. You know, the Bible says, that we are a new creation, right? The old has gone, the new has come. In Christ, we are being 
formed and shaped into his likeness to be more like him. And so each of these pages reminds us of that, like the fact that God created us to be a hard worker or he created us to, um, to love something so simple like that. Um, there's, <laughs> there's one page that I like. It says, when my brother bites me or my sister pulls my hair or my cousin breaks my favorite sword, I remember to forgive. And that little phrase, I remember to forgive, is something that we can all utilize as a little tool during the day. You know, the, the 350 offenses that happen between children during the day. Every time we can say, I remember to forgive and point our children back to that. But I like that um, that page because that was reality in our house. We had a brother who loved to bite and he did a lot of biting in our house. <laughs> and, um, we, um, we had one time a cousin who broke my son's um, favorite toy sword. And my son was just so heartbroken and, you know, the tears and we had to learn about forgiveness in that moment. And so I incorporated those little things into this book and love that. Um, one of the other pages, I know you asked me one, but I'm just going to pull out one more. Um, one of the other pages that kids really seem to be drawn to in the book is the one that says this. When someone hurts my feelings and I want to say something mean, I remember to build others up. And there's a picture of a boy who looks upset and he's holding a basketball. And um, you can kind of build up a whole storyline around this where kids are playing on a playground. Maybe they're shooting some basketballs and um, someone says something that's unkind that really hurts the boy's feelings. Um, but instead of lashing out, and retaliating and saying something mean, he can remember to build others up. And that comes from 1 Thessalonians 5.11, which says, encourage one another and build each other up. And that's a simple verse that we can give our kids to memorize. Yeah, all those are great. Um, but you didn't talk about my favorites. <laughs> my favorite. and, my, and I think it's because I have teenagers um, I think this is really um, stands out to me, but it's the one that says, when I don't want to run errands with my mom and I don't like the dinner and I am having the worst day in the world, I remember to be thankful. And um, yeah, so great. We're coming into the season of Thanksgiving and being thankful is such a, it's really thankful, grateful, such a critical part of um, how we should behave because of Jesus, because of everything he's done for us. And, and it's difficult. It's difficult, right? Um, you know, because in the teenage world, um, they have the worst day ever, I think, every day. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. Um, not, it's not that bad, but you know what I'm saying. It mm -hmm. is, it's, it's, um, it's some difficult years. And so I really love that one. I remember to be thankful. And I think that I can turn that around to me and say, um, you know, when they're complaining or when they're, I'm going to just be thankful that they're here, that they're still with me, that let's enjoy these years. And instead of trying to survive the teenage years, thrive them. And we just recently did a podcast on that. If you guys want to go to that one on the got teen girls, where we talk about that, we really want to thrive these years, not just survive them, you know? So 
Um, I have an announcement, but before we go to that announcement, which I think is very exciting, um, I want to ask Nick, um, we asked this of every guest and you answered this um, one time before, but it's been a little while since we've had you. So Nick, what has God done lately in your life to bring you to the next level? The next level, I think, you know, something that's really been on my heart lately is it comes from a passage in first Corinthians 15, where Paul is talking about the work that we do for the Lord. Um, and really we, we can understand that as it doesn't just mean, you know, volunteering at church or helping out in children's ministry, everything that we do is work for the kingdom of God. So whether we're wiping little bottoms or um, working through a difficult moment with our teenagers or um, trying to connect on a deeper level with our husband, um, all that we do is unto the Lord. But um, we can get, the, the truth is, is that we can get in, discouraged in, in those things. Um, it can wear, wear us down and uh, life can feel heavy sometimes. And sometimes we start like, I don't know if this happens to you, Faye, but like my mind will start asking questions like, what's the point? Mm -hmm. Yes. What, what is the point of me doing this? And so when you ask me, how is the Lord, you know, leveling you up? Um, I'm remembering what Paul says in first Corinthians 15 about the work that we do. And he says, let nothing move you. Let nothing move you. Give yourself fully to the work of the Lord for your labor is not in vain. So when my mind starts going down those, like, well, what's the point? Like, what, what is this accomplishing? Am I making a difference? Am I, am I making an impact? Um, we have this promise to hold on to, to keep steady, to be immovable, to, to, to just continue honoring the Lord in your daily life. And it will not come up empty. It will not come up short. He will produce beautiful results. Oh, Nick, I cannot tell you how that resonates with me so much. Just, um, I, I think it maybe was last week that, again, teenagers, I'm sorry that that is where I live. But that is where I live. And, I'm right there um, with you. <laughs> and I was just, uh, those exact words. What's the point? There's, it's. There's no gratitude. There's no like, oh, you did thanks, mom, or thanks, dad. And the Lord just kind of like, oh, pierce me. And he goes, you do it onto me. I yeah. gave you them. And so whatever you do, you are really truly not doing it for them. You are doing it for me because I entrusted you with them. So mm -hmm. keep your focus on me. Keep doing it onto me. And it's going to go a lot better. And I cannot tell you that little shift in the mindset, how it has been much more pleasant. I don't know if they've really changed, but I know that I have. And that's really, you know, you kind of get to a point where, you know, the Lord starts working on them, you know? So yeah. the Lord, I have to trust that he's going to work on them, you know? And so I, I love that. I think, thank you for sharing that. That was such a good reminder for me to kind of keep going. So um, do you have any last words before my um, announcement, Nick, that you want to tell our listeners? I, you know, just would encourage those mamas who are listening that your work is not in vain 
and all of the little things that you do, all of those meals that you prepare and the snacks that you prep before you walk out the door. And every time you tie those shoelaces and give those hugs, um, it's all building towards something. The Lord is using you in such a powerful way to shape and form the little humans that he's entrusted to you. And so keep going with the work. You're doing it. You're doing exactly what God has called you to do. And there's going to be beautiful results in the end. Oh, yay. I love that. I love a positive note. And I also, um, one of my love languages is gifts. And so I'm extremely excited that, um, Moms on the Level is going to do their first giveaway. And guess what? We're going to give away your book. And Yay! not only are we going to give one book away, but we have decided that for our listeners, uh, we're going to be giving away three copies of the book. So all you have to do to enter the contest is to email us at info at nextlevelmoms.org. Um, uh, it'll also be in our description on the podcast um, copy. And when you email us, say, please enter me in the I Remember giveaway. We will announce the giveaway on social media. So make sure that you follow us on Instagram and our Facebook. And if you happen to miss the announcement, don't worry. We will email you back to say that you are one of the winners. So I'm super excited. So if you are a listener and you have a child between ages three and seven, or you have a niece, or you have a grandchild, uh, or a neighbor, you know, whoever in your life, um, this is a great book to have. And so um, we will, um, once we release the, the episode, uh, we'll start talking a little bit more about it. But if you're a listener, it, the contest is already on. Once you hear this message, um, the contest is on. So we will announce the winners probably right before Thanksgiving. So um, I thank you guys. And listen, don't only just follow us on Instagram or Facebook, please follow um, Nick on Instagram at Nick underscore Greenfield. And also connect with her weekly. Her devotionals are amazing. Um, you can get them at nickgreenfield.com. And we just love Nick and we hope to have you back because um, you've got so much to give and um, people just really need to hear your voice. I love Thank it. Thank so much. Such an honor to be here, really. We very much appreciate it, Faye. All right. Well, we love you, Nick, and um, we love our listeners. And um, just keep on going to the next novel, guys. Thank you to our sponsors, the Social Mind Center and Vicenji Adventures. Check out Social Mind Center on their website, socialmindcenter.com, and the Vicenji Adventures YouTube channel for lots of cute dog videos. Join us next time as we spend time together to connect, equip, and inspire each other.